մի աստծո մարդ քանի Uh, in that book, Demo uh, Shakarian talks about a special meeting he had with the Lord. And I really encourage you to read that book if you find it in either English or Armenian. It's a, it's a, very, it's a, it's a very inspiring book. So in the book, the, the writer was facing a number of problems and difficulties, and he came on his knees in prayer to seek the Lord. And he knelt in front of the sofa and just cried out to God saying, Lord, where are you? I need you. I, I need you. I have problems. I need your help. And, and he writes that the Lord entered the room and, and brought him out of his own body. And he could see his own physical body from above that was knelt praying. But his spirit left the room through the window and joined Jesus and ascended. And from above, he could see his whole neighborhood. Now, through Google Earth, we can see we can see neighborhoods from above. And now, Google either allows you to look at the galaxies. But Jesus brought him out of his body, and his soul ascended above above the stars and he, uh, he arrived in heaven in the Father's presence and the Father showed him his glory and asks him what problem did you say you had? how great was your problem in relation to the, to the majesty of the size of this universe? so my question to you today is this what problem are you facing? Who do you take your problem to to solve your problem? Who is the person that is able to give you an answer to your problem? And I'm going to, uh, hopefully, uh, the technical side of things will, will help me. And, uh, 
And through what I'm going to show you, we're going to go on a small journey together. What we see in front of us is called the Milky Way Galaxy. Each of the stars we see here, each individual star is several times the size of our own sun. And if we had to count each star, one second for each star, it would take 2,500 years just to count them. It would take you 2,500 years to count the number of stars in this Milky Way. I think I think million billion So there are 700 billion million billion 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 times the number of stars in this galaxy uh, compared to our own sun. So just imagine how small our own Earth is in, is in relation to this. The next this. picture. The third one. This is galaxy this is also to be found in the Milky Way. And the small spot you see next to the arrow symbolizes our planet Earth. And you can picture us uh, there on planet Earth calling out to God saying, God, where are you? God, where are you? Say, God, do you hear me? Do you see me? Do you even listen to me when I pray? Next. Our son. If God decided to, just with a flick of his finger, he could, he could completely erase us if he wanted to. If, if God brought the sun forward towards earth just two millimeters, we'd be completely frazzled and burnt up. And if he took the sun two millimeters in the other direction, we'd be frozen as if we were all in Siberia. The next picture. This is the size of planet Earth in, in relation to the sun. Next picture. Let me explain how this photograph was taken. So in a, in a spaceship, in a spaceship. Uh, in a, the scientists took this photograph from a spaceship. But it's 
the spaceship uh, was separated had gone on a journey for three and a half years. Well, amen mi jamon karasun hingazar mile aragutiam ganatseler. The spaceship would travel at 45,000 miles an hour. Well, mot yerek milliard mile herutunover. And it was about three billion miles away. Եվ եթե ասելեն վերադարձեք մատ նկարեք տեսեք ձեր հետև ինչ է տեսնում and, and so the experiment to see what what could be photographed at that distance. Եվ այնքան էլ պանորաման շատ մեծ էր ընդհանրացակ նկարելու համար and the panorama was so vast. Ստիֆանս 60 հատ նկարը ինվերտրել that the, the camera had to take 60 pictures side by side. Ամեն մի նկարը 640000 փիքսել each photograph of 640,000 pixels. Amen. Me pixel And it took five hours to download each pixel. computer dial-up dial-up instead of broadband at home, and you want to download these pictures. next picture. So after several months downloading, this is the picture they got. The small white spot you see on the top right hand side is our planet. And we are God's children whom he loves. He the next picture. The small spot you see there next to the arrow is our planet. Katil, poshi katil e yerevum. Vochin che yerevum. Mi mi awazi chap. And Isaiah says it's just like a grain of sand. Yev asvat asmet yezer ke gitek tizin chalinum che me tiz vajab. And and it's as big as our palm. Mi paskasan asmet me tiz boyuni, me tiz ha. Asmet me tiz boyuni ni shkaraka. I think. God doesn't measure these distances of kilometers and miles. Because for him, those units of measurement are meaningless. He, uh, me he measures it in light years. Light years. Let's Lucy Aragutune, Yerek, Haru Hazar, Kilomet Mevarkian image. The speed of light is 300,000 kilometers in a second. Basmak Patkat, Sanchor Jami, you multiply that by 24 hours. Basmak Patkat, Yerek Hazar, Vetsari, Volunisham, Vortevarkianesh, you multiply it out to make it in hourly units. Basmak Patkat, Yerek Arvatsun Hingi, and by 365. Etivo Dusegalis, Linume. The number that you get there is is the the speed of light. Next picture in one year. What do you think this is? And the universe has a beautiful sights to be seen. Next picture. 
God has created beautiful things in, in, in space for His glory. Maybe we don't need any of them. But it says that He created all things to show that who He is, who the Creator is. You can receive uh, copies of this DVD if it interests you. DVD anuna indescribable. The name of the DVD where I got these uh, photos from is called Indescribable. And it's about God's indescribable power. Next picture. This is the Milky Way system uh, from a different perspective. Next picture. Saove. Who is this? Do you know him? How well do you know him? Maybe you've heard a lot about him. He's Jesus. He suffered for our sins. But below at the Azirki, Stechzicha, Asso Khuski, Hamemat. The creator of everything we just saw of the whole universe was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. You sit here today, you listen, and you enjoy hearing the Word. For one reason only, because Jesus died. Jesus died on the cross to show He loves us. The last picture I'm going to show. What do you see here? Do you know where that picture was taken? Do you know which part of the universe this was taken in? This isn't a, this isn't a painting that someone's painted. It actually is a photo. Hubble telescope from the Hubble spacecraft. black holy match. The Hubble spacecraft took a picture in the black hole. I think uh, telescope, sorry. Uh, so we, we know that there's, there's pockets of very dense darkness uh, black holes in the universe and they're filled with, with very intense light. Black So this is a picture inside a black hole. Even before God the Father created all of this, created the universe, Jesus was with him and he had the plan of salvation. And today when we sit here and enjoy this message of salvation, we're enjoying something that was planned and premeditated millions and millions of years ago. We could switch on the lights, we'll carry on the message. Welcome to those who joined us late.
Իսուսը ճանաչեք ես ստեղծեցին ով է, չէ։ You know who created all of this, don't you? Հիմա մեր համարի մեջ ես ինչ ասում։ See what it says in the Bible. Մարկոս 13:31 Mark chapter 13:31 Երկինքն եւ երկիրը կանցնեն Heaven and earth will pass away. The DVD was 40 minutes. I only showed you a few minutes of it, five minutes of it. But everything here, heaven and earth, will pass away. Jesus said, the whole universe, heaven and earth that was created will be destroyed, will pass away. Just for your information, every second where I stand and speak here, every second God is creating a new star. I don't know how many billion stars there are, but every second one is being added to the system. But we're told that everything that is created will, will pass away. But my words will never pass away. Who are we following? Whom are we following? Whose words are important for us in life? If a, if a famous uh, speaker or politician or diplomat says something of importance, People print it. When, a, when the preacher says, pay attention to this verse, we write down the verse. We write down what people consider to be important. But the creator of this universe which we saw, his words, the words that he has breathed, those precious words are here for you and I today. Four days ago, I was speaking with a brother. And over 30 minutes, in a very eloquent way, he described how this Bible has come to be in our hands. We take the Bible off the shelf in the library, we know that the Bible has 66 books, and that's that. But do you know how many thousands of people have suffered, have been persecuted, have, have really undergone very hard work that we, we have this Bible today. God help people to discern the truth, the living word, the Bible, from other false documents over the centuries. And today, this, this word that we have, this living message that we have, is directed at you and I. Everything I've said so far is an introduction to what I'm about to say, so that we might appreciate the value of the living word. 
Ընտանիքի մեջ դժվարություն ունես։ Do you have problems in your family? Անձնական դժվարություն ունես։ Do you have personal problems? Հոգևոր խնդիրների հասկանալու չհասկանալու դժվարություն ունես։ Do you have difficulty understanding spiritual issues? Պատասխանները ուրիշի մեջ մի գտնիր։ Don't try and find your solution in anyone else. Պատասխանները սրա մեջ են։ Find your solution in this book. Եթե մոտս կենթանի աստծո խոսքին, if you are close to the living word of God, and you hold this word close to your heart, if you hold it close to your heart, not on the shelf where it just gathers dust, if this is really providing nutrition and food for your soul, then that word can change my life and your life today. Romans chapter 5, the second part of verse 20. Paul says, but where sin increased, What's the rest? What happened to grace? Grace increased all the more. Grace increased all the more. Where sin increased, grace increased all the more. If we say to God, God, you don't understand what, you're, what we're going through. It's the last days. Sin has increased so much in the world. A child betrays his own mother. There's no respect. You have no right to discipline your child because the child can complain to the authorities about you. You can't discipline a teenager because he has his own rights, has to express himself. Sinners enter the home through the internet. Do you know what, what can happen in the bedrooms of your children? We're very careful that your the children don't associate with, 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 with certain people outside the house. And we're careful that they, they have the right type of friends at school. But through that computer screen, through that computer screen the, the filth of the world can enter the home. Millions of pounds are being spent today and, and there's a whole industry, the sex industry, through the internet. And if, uh, if, a, if a few years ago there were just 10 sites like that, do you know how many sites there are now? How many do you think? The most profitable business in the world today has been the sex industry through the internet. And millions of sites have been added. Why? Because the enemy has broken down boundaries, he's broken down uh, boundaries between countries, and he's, through globalization he's brought this to everyone. 
Arabiyanum, çikitem Çinastanum, iravunk çika, mek çika. You may, you may think that in, in closed countries like Arab countries or China, then it's not possible to, to access this type of stuff. But through the internet and through uh, satellite TV, Satan can influence even those countries. Yes, I think about the, the generation before me, my parents' generation. They probably think there's no respect now from young people. There's no uh, appreciation and love from young people. If you agree with me, raise your hand. You might think, people might think there's no righteousness left in the world anymore. There's no morality. Everything's been sold to the devil. People might think, well, God's grown tired. He can't be bothered anymore to work in these areas. Satan has become stronger. Churches are, uh, are emptying. Love is growing cold. And just relationships generally are being broken everywhere. And God, you might be thinking, God's just thinking, well, if only a few people stay faithful, that's enough for me. And a few, the few Christians are left think, okay, God, well, we're just a few left. Let's do our best and follow you as best we can. <laughs> Some people on Sundays might think, well, I can't really be bothered to go to church, but oh, okay, we may as well go. It's something to do. Where were you this morning? Where will you be tomorrow? What's important isn't uh, that you're sitting here today. You've done the right thing by coming. God wants to speak to you. But the living word of God has something else to tell you. You might be thinking, God, sin has increased everywhere in the world. It's impossible for me to be holy. I look to the left, I look to the right, and there's sin everywhere. On TV. Outside on the streets, there's just sin everywhere. Everyone's envious of each other. Everyone's a materialist. Everyone's just after what they can get. Maybe they say, like Isaiah, they say, Elijah, they say, I'm the only one left. I'm the only one left. Bravo, Good for us that we've kept going. God bless you and I for staying in the race. But we haven't remained in a fragile state because the Bible tells us where sin increases, grace increases all the more. If we're serving a God who we don't believe is, is powerful and is somehow uh, diluted in his power, then we are, we're, we're in a bad state. 
Why do I say that? Menk, yes, but as Hanato Martig, Kerati Yavaso, Mate, Shinoki Nelkauchun Piti Beleng, where you are sat as game, and I'm a Terkin Tanya, what's the paramedias, Vazamanak? You and I have a responsibility as followers of God to. to to reveal his grace and his authority and power to people around us. Yes, I don't care what people around me say. Yes, I don't care if people around me say England is the second most godless country in the world after Japan. And when people say England in 50 years time will be an Islamic country. I don't care what people say, I care what my word says, the word of God says that my God is powerful. If you and I taste the grace that God is talking about and experience the power of that grace in our lives, if you expect to come here on, on Sunday and have a preacher come and inspire you with a, with a message that makes you feel warm inside and you'll go home with that warm feeling, then you have wrong expectations. You've come to the wrong place. And you don't know the right God. Because if we believe the word, the Bible that we have in front of us, that the Bible challenges us to think differently. Am I right or is Charles right? Both of us are right, aren't we? God, does God sometimes lie to us or joke around with us? Who do you trust more, Brother Edward or Brother Charles? Or me? I can tell you that you probably trust any one of us three of us ten times more than you trust God. Should I prove it to you? Because when we have a problem, we, we, we phone Brother Edward or Brother Charles and we say, we've got this problem, will you come and pray with me? But phone Jesus. Do you think about phoning Jesus to solve your problem? Have you had the situation where you've prayed and fasted for three days and then you've phoned Brother Edward? Often when we, when we have a problem, we phone someone for help. I don't want to say something to endear myself to you or to, or to put you off me. I just want to say what is written in God's word. Because when the word says grace increases all the more, is that, is that true or false? Who believes that? Who is that true for? Our neighbor or for ourselves? Has, has the word of God passed its cell by date or is it true today as well? Does the, does the word of God have value today as it did a hundred years ago? The creator of the universe, the universe that we saw, is standing behind these very words. Does the creator of the 
Pashpanelu hamal kangnatsa. He says heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away. Amen alis. Amen rozita. Alenjan amen. Yes havatu mem yevim spasoguchun sae vor kani hoki espes havatan tere espes martans yetevits phantrum e gorsanelu hamar. God is searching for people who believe fully with faith that these words are true today. Chikita musa mekish kitsis dusetam barchem onum etam vetoel het kaga ha iravonka yev parchars mekish dusetam ha etam kitsis dusetoel kaga mnes lav nerekinzi I like to go off on a slight tangent so please be patient with me. Betuk kaila chikita musakam yev kaga yev ikshatu glimam hayastan akhchka set miasin sertis vrat dagh chimna khoskir sasam I don't know when I'll be back with you again. I'm going to Armenia soon, um, so I want to say whatever's in my heart, so I don't forget anything. It's not that I'm tired of them, but the people in the world generally are fed up with indifferent cold Christians. And we break the heart of God, God who created the universe, God who sent Jesus to die, when he when sees that we're pursuing the interests of our flesh, and we leave aside the value of the word of God and the preciousness of the word of God and we, f- we try and fulfill our, 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 um, our limited, uninteresting lives. Let me give you a small example. I've been a believer for several years. Jesus Jesus asks us, is not your life more important than the food you eat and the clothes you wear? Those words are in my Bible, are they in yours as well? Have you read those words? Do you believe those words? It doesn't matter whether you eat red rice at home or whether you eat uh, bread and cheese. <laughs> but actually the best combination is when you eat red rice and bread and cheese together. together. I like that combination. It doesn't matter if you've uh, if you've uh, if you've had dolma to eat prepared by Sister Helen who makes a really good It doesn't matter if you've been to the most pre- prestigious restaurants where you eat something which costs three hundred dollars. What will our stomach say? It is kind of hot it doesn't make a difference to our stomach whether we're having bread or cheese or having the most luxurious uh, meal. Uh, Armenians like to just fill their stomachs with anything they can get. What's more important, our life or our food? Let's tell the truth. We are millions, our, our barbecue huh? is important for us. <laughs>
Then Jesus carries on saying, which is more important, uh, your body or your clothes you wear? Have you bought your clothes from Bijan or from Matevos? Which street did you buy your clothes from? What brand? What brand are you wearing? This jacket I'm wearing, someone gave me four years ago. Everything that I'm wearing has been given to me. I haven't bought it myself. My whole life has been given to me. Life is a gift. Clothes are not important. What's important is my life. Who's my spiritual? Me or Brother Charles? I'm wearing a tie. He's not. I've got, uh, mine's a Yves Saint Laurent tie. So my more spiritual because I have a tie with a famous brand. In Matthew 6, Jesus repeats this important word. And very directly, he says, you have little faith, you shouldn't worry about what you eat and what you wear. Because I'm your heavenly father and I will give you everything that you need. If we read and believed and implemented verses like these in the Bible, our lives would be completely changed. How much place do we give in our lives to these verses? The grace which is given to us, which increases, what place does that have in our lives? Maybe you're asking, yes, I understand, I see that sin is increasing, but what is this grace? The churches are empty, everything's difficult in life. Everything's going wrong. People are just after their own interests. Everyone's trying to get to the pulpit to show that they're more spiritual than someone else. We don't see that grace in action. Where can I see that grace in action? And I prayed to God, I said, God, make this grace and your love more real to me. I'd like to just add another point here. Imagine a very, very rich man who has billions. And he starts to distribute all of his wealth for humanitarian causes to different people. If we hear about this rather late in the day and we try and run to get our share, he could say that, well, I've been distributing my money for 20 years now and there isn't much left. I can just give you a couple of dollars. And if we compare it with Jesus and we, we think that Jesus dispensed grace abundantly in the first century, 
Եվ հիմա արդեն վերջերն է ասում նա երեք եք էլ բան չի մնացի ամեն that he gave love and peace to the to people early on but now there isn't much left to give out so if you want to laugh you can laugh so i can carry on what do you think? Has Jesus grown old? Has grace run out? Has his love towards people grown cold? Do we think Jesus hasn't got the energy? He can't be bothered to do miracles anymore. On Thursday is brother Seth's birthday. He's 97 years old. His family are all traveling this week, so that today they're gathering together at brother Lazarus's house to celebrate. And last Tuesday I was at their home, so I saw how weak brother Seth He can't run, he can't walk very fast. He can't read the Bible for more than a few minutes. He gets tired, he likes to sleep a lot. Sometimes he forgets things. Do we think that our God is like that? Yes, we have to take a little 28 years ago when I became a Christian, Brother Seth was 17. When we go to the climb, climb the mountains, he would be there up front and he'd be going ahead, would be coming panting behind. Now someone has to help him have a bath, get dressed. Is God the same in our minds? Has God's grace dissipated? Tell the truth. What do you think? If God still has power, then why don't we see it? Where is it? Where are we going to find that grace? Is it in the churches in America? Because grace has run out in, in England or Iran? I believe that God wants His amazing, huge grace to be revealed through you and I. Can I find crazy enough here to agree with me and say yes? Գիշա, 
just normal regular people can't experience and can't taste the fullness of the love of God. If people love God just because of the salvation he gives and don't love him for every aspect of his word, they'll never experience the fullness of God's love. Yes, man, I guess I'm about to worry to Graza. I believe it when I say Vartan, it says Vartan, where sin has increased, my grace has increased also. I believe it. And God, I want this grace, I want this lavishing grace that's, that's poured out on everyone. What does it mean? What does grace, which is uh, ever increasing, how many Bibles were there 500 years ago? But with Sartarash, North Tapagrana, Gutenberg, Stertz, Jeff Stessin, Tapel, Yavarachi, Banavur, Tapan, Sugri, Zerta, Guchanamash. Gutenberg invented the, the printer uh, 600, 600 years ago, and the first thing they printed was the Bible. Michel Hartarash, Kanyu, Kikarari, Sugri, Kunenain. So until about 100 years ago, how many people received a copy of the Bible? Yes, I remember my grandfather would say in the village they had, the village they had there, was just, there was just one Bible in the whole village. And only the priest could read that for the people. Today, who doesn't have a Bible in their house? Most people have about ten. They've got different translations, different colors. This is an example of the abundance of God's grace that God has allowed His Word to be distributed throughout the whole world. Uh, Jeremiah Peter had his own personal uh, personal Bible with a zipper. Do you think he had? Do you think uh, do you think Peter had? He didn't have it. He didn't have the New Testament. He just had access to the Old Testament, and that was only read by the high priest. Do you think Joseph, when he was in prison, got a, got a weekly bulletin from Word Today? Or do you think Joseph in prison could switch on the TV and watch God Channel? You know what I'm saying, don't you? You have the Bible. We have the Bible in different translations, we have satellite TV. We've got hundreds of Christian books 
լիվ աստոն մարդկանց կանքի հավատքի փորձառություններ ստեղ ունենք we've got the the experience of so many men of god written down in the bible for us to read and then we say to god god can you help solve my problem araki lazvo lazvo vasen champaka ter khmar ner khmar I don't understand that. It's, it's a special accent from <laughs> Arak. Can you do something for me, God? Are you alive? We've put a lid on the abundance of grace which God wants to give us and we say, God, tell us something. Imagine brother Charles is on a trip and is in a foreign country far away. And he's written a hundred page letter uh, to, to his son and to his wife. And you think, well, why don't you just pick up the phone and just... He's written a long letter but the recipient's offended because he didn't phone to give a <laughs> he's given all kinds of instructions about where to go and what to do but, but, we, but we phone and we say God well, how should I go forward what should I do and we complain we say God doesn't speak nowadays he's mute We've got the Bible, we read it. Tell the truth. If you have nothing, nothing at all, if you have this book, Amen in Junak. We have everything. But because we put this book to one side, we have everything, but in reality we have nothing. We have time for everything in life, all of our problems. But But the living word, which is everything for us, which is honey, which is milk, which is fire, which is power, we don't have a relationship with the word of God. If we say to God, God, where are you? Where are you for our people, for the Armenians? Where are you when it comes to England, for Armenia? God of a broken heart says to us, I've spoken, I'm looking for ears which will listen. I don't know how many years you'll continue to live. I don't know what will happen to you tomorrow or next week. But I want to ask you a question. 
Are you prepared to say amen to the prayer I'm going to pray? I won't tell you what I'm going to pray, but do you have do you trust me enough to be able to say amen at the end of the prayer? I'm going to speak and I'm going to pray as well. And my prayer is that God, the people here in this room who are listening to me, my prayer is that the Holy Spirit will come with fire to touch each person so that they won't be able to live a relaxed and different life. They won't just be able to live a regular boring life. Are the people here crazy enough to say amen to that? Can you king? How many people are crazy enough to say that? How many people are here? If every single one of us here had a close relationship with God, keeping His word close to our hearts, I promise you that you, your household, everyone around you will be filled with the fire of God. What's amazing is that you probably believe me when I say it, but you don't believe the word. So people say, oh, brother Vartan said it, so it's probably true. But I'm not saying it. All I'm saying is what's in the Bible, that if God enters your life, your life will be turned upside down. Uh, when when God when Jesus enters your heart, He cleans out everything that's there. Are you prepared for Him to do that? You're probably thinking, Brother Vartan, I don't need that to happen because my life is already holy and pure. Think about your own problems. I didn't say that I would come and cleanse your heart. I said I would send Jesus to cleanse your heart. When Jesus comes into our heart, we have to allow him to enter all parts of our life to clean it out. One brother was, was in a room together with a group of young people. They were having a good time eating, drinking, sharing jokes. Making fun. And one of, the, one of the boys there saw a picture of Jesus on the wall. He picked up the picture and he took it out and put it in another room. And he came back and carried on having a good time. What does that mean? Because he saw the picture of Jesus, he was embarrassed by what he was doing. So he said, if I take out Jesus' picture, I can at least ha- carry on having a good time. If we only see Jesus when we come to church on Sunday and then we leave him when we go home, we can do whatever we want at home because it's not church. Do you think that because I'm preaching from this position, I'm oh, I'm one step uh, one step lower, one step lower, less holy because I'm not on the, on the, on the 
because if you go if you go up on the stage it's holier and the closer I stand to the cross at the holier I will be and Hilda because she's right at the back she's the least and if you're in the garden you're far away from God and then so if you go and leave and go to the center of London and there you're, you're, you're completely away from Jesus but it's not like that it's like that for a lot of people though if I think church is all about holiness and holiness is only in church that means when you're at home away from church you can do whatever you want but if tomorrow at 10 o'clock Jesus was to open the door and enter your room or when in the middle of the night at 2 in the morning Jesus entered your bedroom and asked you what are you thinking what will you tell him what will we tell him? What do I want to say? If we if this Bible, if this living word is just for Sundays, just for the stage, and if it's but if it's in your heart and you have a direct relationship with the word, when you leave this place, the word will come with you to your house. I don't know what you have for dinner if I was to drop by. I'll go wherever the tastiest meal is. But are you ready for Jesus to come with us? Are you ready? If I came with Brother Jesus to your house, I'll go to one place, but everyone else's house Will you tell accept Jesus into your home? Would you accept Jesus in your home? Would you say Jesus? It's Sunday. You go to your place. I've got my things to do. Sorry, Jesus. Next Sunday, today I came a bit late. Next Sunday I'll come on time. I'll even come before the service. And I'll, I'll iron out a crisp 20 pound note and I'll put it in the offering. Because you know, sometimes I take the most wrinkled uh, note and I put it in the offering. But I'll say, Jesus, I promise I'll come on time, I'll put money in the offering. But then I'll go home afterwards and you go to your own house. We'll part company. But if this doesn't represent grace and life to you, and if, if Jesus is just a guest in your life on Sundays, compare that to people who take Jesus' hand and go home with him. And when they're at home, their house is a holy place. And when men and women, when couples together put their life on the foundation of the Bible and their children grow up under the word, if they grow up under the protection of this word, there is a great shield which protects them, God's shield because in Psalms it says there is refuge uh, under the shield of the Almighty 
Don't expect great grace to come from somewhere else. Amazing grace won't come from somewhere else. Amazing grace can be found in this word. Amazing grace won't be distributed just through TV programs and books and all the rest. If you decide, Lord, Lord, I want to give 15 minutes every day, quiet time, my personal time to you. Just me and your word, 15 minutes together in silence. Okay, because England's a busy place, 15 minutes might seem a lot. Let's say, let's say five minutes. I think a pet shopping, pedicure, You might think, oh, there's no time because you have to go for coffee, you have to visit your neighbor, you have to get your hair done, you have to go shopping. Five minutes, that's a lot. I'm so busy. I'm <laughs> to close, I just want to say that if you haven't understood the value of the grace that this word gives us, you won't find you won't find value in anything else. Heaven will pass away, but if you cannot find grace within this treasure, within the treasure of the word, then you won't find it anywhere else. Ask Jesus to increase your faith. You could maybe do this as a prayer. Say, Brother Vartan, pray that my faith would increase. The disciples said to Jesus, Lord, increase our faith. And Jesus didn't say, yes, I'll pray for you one by one by putting my hand on your head. You may ask and say, Brother Vartan, that faith, where, where does it come from? How do those great men of faith trust God? How do those great men of faith trust God? 
All of the answers to your question can be found in the Bible. If you want to receive a, a shot of medicine to increase your faith, you can open the Bible and read and it will increase your faith. Oh, sorry. You can take the Bible, cut it into pieces, put it into a glass of water and drink it as medicine. If someone says to me, maybe if they ask, if they ask me to do something difficult and I do it, maybe my faith will increase. Maybe if I go to Jerusalem and see the empty tomb of Jesus, maybe my faith will increase. Maybe if I could go into outer space and see all the universe, maybe my faith would increase. But Jesus tells us that faith comes from hearing and hearing comes from the word of God, listening to the word of God. If you want your faith towards the creator God to increase, there is no other way other than to go deeper into the word of God. If you want to know that he sees 